0: Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow, a decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Welcome to the As The Leader Grows podcast. Again, I am your host, Ken Jocelyn super excited man listen we are passionate about helping business leaders build confidence gain clarity and create community and today i want to share a little story i want to talk about how we view ourselves like how do you see yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror when it's just you and nobody else you may be single like i am and you may be just laying in your bed in the middle of the night and you wake up or you right before you go to bed and you're you know doing prayers or whatever you're you're like wind down routine looks like, and you really just start to get still with yourself. How do you see yourself? So I just got back from EXP Con, which was last week in Vegas. Uh, I think over 6,000 agents for EXP were there. I got to spend some time with some really, really cool friends, met some some amazing new friends and some awesome new relationships. And one of the things that happened last week was we had a black tie event. And so I had just bought a black suit um, from my tailor a couple weeks ago, a really nice man, black suit. It's super sharp. Had him had a couple dress shirts made. And so I, I get ready for this black tie event. Two things. Number one, I don't have a tie. And number two, I don't have any shoes. And so a friend of mine was looking at the outfit that I had picked out and I actually went and got some shoes and I. It was actually a little different. I actually splurged and got me some Burberry dress shoes. They're almost like loafers with a little Burberry on top. And I was debating back and forth on do I get them? Do I not get them? Number one, I've never paid $800 for a pair of shoes in my life. So that was a little different. But I just, it was something I thought made that the outfit pop. It just, it it made it pop. I got me a nice tie from Neiman Marcus as well. And so I dropped about, I don't know. 1100 bucks on a tie and a pair of shoes for that black tie event. And I remember I I put a picture up on my Instagram page of me in the mirror as I was getting ready to go to this black tie event and all, I mean, literally my Instagram DMs and comments blew up and 95% of the comments were about my shoes. And I mean, here I am with just a really nice, you know, Italian made black suit on, white, just a simple white herringbone dress shirt with a nice black tie with a little paisley um, kind of uh, print to it. And here I've got these black kind of shiny penny loafer dress shoes on with a Burberry top and everybody commented on my shoes. And I had a friend of mine that night that said this. He said, Ken, it, it embodies who you are. Like when I saw that picture, it embodied, it it embodies who you are. It embodies your passion. It embodies your energy and it embodies your personality. I, I looked at my friend. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Like, that's not how I see myself at all. Like I didn't see what everybody else saw. And he was just like, dude, this is who you are. Like, you've got this really nice suit on but there's just that pop there's just that something extra there's just that something that makes people take notice and he just talked about the energy that I have he talked about just how I live my life the passion the desire my my personality everything that I had he said dude that those shoes made a statement of who Ken Jocelyn is I did I absolutely did not see it I was like really and he looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. He's like, dude, how do you not see that? And it got me to processing through some things in my own heart about how I see myself. Because how I see myself sometimes isn't in alignment with how everyone else sees me. And I'm talking specifically when it comes to things like I just mentioned. Like a lot of us out there, you're listening to this podcast today, and man, you've got some, you've got some unbelievable talent. I I have I have two super superpowers, if you will. Number one, I'm a connector. I love connecting people. Last week when I'm in Vegas, I'm meeting, greeting, shaking hands, talking. I don't know that I learned one thing about real estate, but I'll tell you one thing I did is I met a lot of new amazing people, a lot of incredible human beings, and I connected a lot of amazing human beings because every time I meet someone, I'm thinking, who do you need to know that I know? Who can I connect with? who can I connect you with that's going to help you get to the next level and vice versa, help the person that I connect you with, get to the next level. So I'm a connector. Number one, number two is, man, I, I am uh, God's given me a gift to be able to identify, speak to and call out purpose in people. And so the one thing I want to talk about this morning is how do you see yourself and, and how do, what does your self image look like? And I want to talk about three things that you can do that I've done um, that will help you improve your self image because man, when my friend said that last week, it's like, dude, this embodies who you are. I looked at him like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> like I, I absolutely didn't see it. And then and then the DMs start like dozens and dozens and dozens of DMs start rolling in, dude. Those shoes, those shoes are fire, dude. Outfit, Burberry, you know. Exclamation point! It was crazy. And I'm like, okay, I guess he's right. Uh, But there's three things I want to talk about this morning. We've got about 10 or 15 minutes, and I'm actually recording this before I hop on my Monday morning kickstart your week call with our GSD community. Three things that you can do, and I'm literally going to walk you through these. I've got my phone sitting here. I've got the camera flipped around, so I'm staring at myself. I'm going to walk you through some of my morning routine. So two of the things in changing your self-image are things I do every single day. Now, it's about 6.35 a.m. on a Monday morning when I'm recording this podcast. I was up at 4, at uh, 45 class at 5 a.m. Literally goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three in my planner as soon as I got back. But here's here's two things I do every morning. And this is how, one of the ways you can change your self-image. Because just like last week, I didn't see that in me. And there are things in you that I promise that are there that everybody else sees or a specific group of people. Again, we talk about community circle and corner. Those three spheres of influences and relationships that you have are the most important thing in your life. Community, large group you travel with. For us, it's GSD. It could be 10X. It could be who, whatever community you're a part of. It could be RTA. could be you know a, a large community, same DNA, same passion, same like-mindedness. Your circles, those 10 or 12 people you spend the most time with. And then your corner are the guys or the girls that know you. They have a 10,000-foot view of your life, and there just aren't any secrets. And I've got about two or three of those guys in my life um, that know pretty much everything that goes on with Ken Jocelyn. So here's, here's three things you can do to change your self-image. Number one, you can do mirror work. Now, I'm sitting here while I'm recording this podcast. I'm looking at myself in my phone, and I'm already shaking my finger at myself. So mirror work, my, my good friend, Dr. Rob Kelly, one of my therapists, this is one thing he started me started um, to get me doing probably three months plus ago, and I'm going to do it literally live while I'm recording this podcast, and that's look in the camera or the mirror. Sometimes I do it in the car, but it needs to be one of the first things you do every single morning, and we call it mirror work, and it's I look in the camera, and I just tell myself I love you 10 times, and I just literally look right, right now. Ken Johnson, dude, I love you. Bro, I love you. I love you, man. Dude, I love you. I love you, dude. I love you. I love the way that you, you care for people. I love the way you nurture people. I love the way you call that purpose in people. Dude, I love you. I love who you are. I and mean, then you can tell, man, after about six or seven times, I get a little fired up and dude, I'm like fist bumping myself as I'm sitting here recording this podcast because I get so stoked in doing this. Ken Johnson, dude, I love you, man. I love homie. I love you dude, I freaking love you. I love the way you freaking love people. And I love the way you serve and sacrifice for other people. So your mirror work. So here's a question I want to ask you. I do that 10 times. Sometimes I do it more. You know, what's crazy. i wake up in the middle of the night and kind of, you know, you're in that kind of state in the middle of the night where you're half awake and half asleep. And I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I can feel my hand on my leg And I'm telling myself subconsciously, dude, I love you. Can I love you, bro. Bro, I love you, man. And I can feel my fingers tapping on my leg, thumb, pointer finger, middle finger, ring finger. I can feel, and I'm counting to 10. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. What happens in our, in our subconscious when we do the work. So I want to encourage you. So you want to change your self-image, do some mirror work. And here's the question to ask you. Do you love you? Do you love you? And and listen, every single one of us are going to make mistakes. You're going to, which is why my faith is so important. Um, when I gave my life to Christ in August of 1993, that was such a transformation in my life. Uh, there was such an understanding of what God forgave me of that. I'll be honest with you, I, I don't. I've never really had an issue after that forgiving people who have done things to me, including myself. Like when I let myself down, which I do because I'm a, I'm a man just like, well, half of you guys are, <laughs> and I'm, but I'm human. Like all of you guys are that are Listen to this. Um, I'm going to make mistakes. And part of the mirror work is asking myself every day, do you love you? And if you don't love you, do the work, do the work to rewire your brain to where subconsciously you love yourself. So do the mirror work. You want to change your self-image, number one, do the mirror work. And then ask yourself the question, do you love you? Get in the mirror 10 times every morning. Look at yourself. Ken Johnson, I love you, dude. Dude, I love you, man. I love you. I love the way you love people. I love the way you care for people. I literally will sit and encourage myself. I will breathe life into myself. So do the mirror work. And then I'm going to say this. Contrary to popular belief, in the end, it isn't about you. And God, you hear it. I saw it all this weekend. You know, it's about you. It's all about you. It's no, it it is about you in the fact that you need to take care of yourself. So God can use you to be able to impact and take care of other people, which then in turn leads to you being able to live a life at a level of fulfillment um, that you can't get any other way. There's not a zero in your bank account, not a comma in your bank account. There's not any of those things that are going to, at the end of the day, that are going to leave you with the fulfillment that making an impact for good in the lives of other people it's going to give you number two. So number one's mirror work. Number two is affirmations. So we're going to do my affirmations right here live on this podcast. I'm looking at myself in my phone again. I've got my camera flipped around backwards. Ken Johnson, you have a millionaire mindset. You have a millionaire mindset. So that's my that's my first affirmation. And I shared with you guys a story a few weeks ago, back in August. When I did this and God said, no, you don't. And it was August, I think third or fourth. It was like a Wednesday, Thursday. My I had a $2,500 retainer due for my, um, for my graphic design company that I use. I've been friends with Zach and for 13, 14 years now, he's been doing my stuff ever since I pastored. And he had texted me the day before. Hey man, did you get, did you get my invoice? Yeah, I did. I'm, I got it. I'm sorry. I'm in Sundance. We're in the middle of this mastermind. I'll get it an ASAP and I go get in the mirror and I go, Ken Johnson, you have a millionaire mindset. God goes, no, you don't. You don't pay your bills on time. <laughs> I was like, dude, God, God just punched me right in the gut. And I tell you, as soon as he said that, I picked my phone up. I picked my phone up and I went straight to my, in, my. I tried to find Zach's invoice, invoice in the, uh, in my, uh, email and I paid that thing immediately. And I sent him a text. I said, dude, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't take care of this. And God said, Ken, the way you pay other people is the way people are going to pay you. And so your affirmations will do a lot of things. And one thing they'll do is they'll reveal areas in your heart and in your life where you aren't in alignment. So number one affirmation, Ken Dawson, looking at my camera right now, and I want to encourage you to do this. You listen to podcasts, just do this with me. You don't have to use the same affirmations. If you have your own, that's fantastic. You need to create your own if you don't. Ken Dawson, you have a millionaire mindset. Can you will live a life where your heart, head, and relationships are in alignment. You will live a life where your heart, head, and relationships are in alignment. Ken Jocelyn, you honor and respect those you love most. Your actions will be a true reflection of your heart. Ken Jocelyn, you are whole. You choose to use past pain to help others find healing. And then the last one is you are enough because you are his child. So those are my five affirmations. You want to change your self-image? I'm telling you, and these are all five affirmations I created myself. I wrote these myself for me, for the areas in my life where I knew I needed to build and correct my self-image. So I saw myself, number one, the way God did, and number two, the way that people that I was close to did. So I want to encourage you, those affirmations. You want to change your self-image, number one, do the mirror work. Number two, do the affirmations. Number three, you want to change your self-image, freaking do the work. (laughs) <laughs> you got to freaking do the work. You got to take action. Like you've got to take action. I posted a, uh, a, a video on a, on my Instagram in the last couple of days about taking action. And I shared this story. Let's just say you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you this terrible diagnosis. Can you have stage four cancer? You've got stage four cancer. I mean, just just think about the severity of how that's going to hit you when you hear those words. You have stage four cancer, but I have phenomenal news for you. And you're looking at the doctor like, you got stage four cancer, but you got great news for me. Ken, you got stage four cancer, but I've got good news. If you will do A, B, and C, it's about, you have about a 99.9% chance of being cancer-free and being fine and cancer never coming back in your life. Let me ask you a question. Is there anything that the doctor asked you to do that you would not do? Heck no. You would do whatever it is the doctor says. This is the treatment plan. Here's step one, two, and three. This is what you do. And if you do this, I can almost guarantee you're going to be cancer-free. You're going to do whatever the doctor tells you to do. So God puts a vision in your heart and you have clear steps in front of you to be able to bring that vision to pass, to be able to see those things actually manifest and come to fruition in your life. And yet you don't do it. Why not? Because of the way that you see yourself. It's so, it's so easy when you, it's why this is one thing I love about scripture and I love about, especially the gospels with Jesus. He was so amazing at Telling stories or parables, if if you're familiar with scripture, telling parables that just made it so easy to relate. And this was one for me that made it easy. Like, Ken, you've got stage four cancer, but I got great news. If you'll do A, B, and C, I promise you, you got almost a 100% chance to be cancer-free and live, you know, the rest of your life cancer-free. You're going to do whatever he tells you to do. But you've got goals and dreams and vision. There's passion on the inside of your heart. And yet you we don't take action. And we don't take action because of the way we see ourselves, because of our self-image. It's the same thing. Dude, those shoes, they embody who you are. They embody your passion, your energy, your personality. Like, dude, you're crazy. And then the DMs start rolling in. I'm like, crap. My friend sees me different than I saw myself. So why? Where's the disconnect inside of me that I didn't see myself that way? So where's the disconnect, and how can I change it? Number one, the mirror work. Number two, the affirmations. And number three, you got to take action. Like you, I promise you, if the doctor gave you that prognosis and then said, "Dude, I can almost guarantee you, almost hundred percent guarantee, you're going to be cancer free if you do these things," you're going to take action immediately. Like I went to the chiropractor last week before I went to Vegas for ExpCon, and he took X-rays and he's showing me all the stuff. My I said, "I said, doc, listen." You don't need to tell me all that. Just tell me what I got to do. Just give me the steps. Tell me what the treatment plan is. And I will do whatever you tell me to do in order to get my back because the mobility, I mean, I literally, obviously, I've lost 80 pounds in a couple of years, two and a half years. So I've been been—I've been doing work, but I've just had some problems with my back and some compens. I broke my leg in the fifth grade, was in traction for six weeks. My left leg's a little longer than my right leg. But which it then in turn caused my hip to be turned in just a little bit, which, you know, if you know anything about your body, you start compensating and doing things that you wouldn't normally do to be able to compensate. And eventually it, I've got a small curvature in the middle of my back and my spine. He was showing me all the stuff. I said, listen, I don't care. You don't got to explain all this stuff to me. Just tell me what I got to do to get better. Tell me, tell me what I have to do. What's the treatment? Tell me what I have to do. So this morning at 10 a.m., I'll be at my chiropractor's office. But you've got to take action. So mirror work, number one, affirmations, number two, take some time to sit with those affirmations today as well. Take some time to sit with those affirmations and create affirmations specific to the areas that you need growth in. For me, Ken, you've got a millionaire mindset. I grew up I grew up broke, single parent home. Mom married a couple times, 12 schools, 12 years, six high schools. My mom lost everything she had when I was in middle school. 11 acres on Lake Lanier in North Georgia, 11 acres, 11 acres because she co-signed for a friend who ditched and left, left her with the house that she co-signed for. She bought some property from my mom the whole night. She lost everything she had because I I grew up with nothing. I'll never forget the first year I was in the Air Force and I went Christmas shopping for my sisters. I spent, I don't know, like five, 600 bucks. I spent my whole check, my whole month check. My first couple checks when I was in the Air Force, I spent the whole thing on my sisters for Christmas. I bought myself a leather members only jacket. I bought my sisters a boom box. I bought a gold herringbone jacket, like all kinds of stuff. Like it was the best Christmas we ever, we never had a Christmas like that before. And I grew up with nothing. So the, the, the me, obviously the, the T Harv Ecker book, uh, millionaire mindset or developing a millionaire mindset huge for me. So every day, Ken Johnson, you have a millionaire mindset and it challenges me to ask myself, do you really have that? It challenges me to rewire my brain and rewire my self image so that I actually have a billionaire mindset. It actually challenges me. So take action. Um, and let me say this to you guys real quick as we, I'm about to close in the next couple of minutes. When we don't take action, it is a direct reflection of how we view ourselves. The reason we don't take action is because of how we view ourselves, because if you took action on everything that God puts in your heart or whatever the big vision is, uh, Julie Olmstead, my good friend who's in my GSD community, she just spoke in San Antonio for my buddy Daniel Gomez this weekend at his women's. A little fundraiser for for breast cancer. His wife had breast cancer. Julie sent me a text and said, hey, I talked about you this weekend. Like, Julie, I challenged her in in our community, in front of everybody else, about her book. Hey, I'm going to do a book. And I said, do you have a deadline on when the book's going to be? Well, I don't. I said, well, now you do. Like, take action, guys. I promise you, the reason you don't take action is a direct reflection of how you view yourself. And we, because you think if I do take action and nothing happens or I fail, then I don't know that I can deal with how it's going to make me feel. Guys, if I could pull back the curtain for you for 30 seconds and tell you all the times in the last two and a half years where I felt like a failure, where I felt like quitting, where I felt like giving up. True. I could, you would, it would flip you out. You'd be like, Ken, there's no way. I'm telling you, yes way. Yes way. So three things to do to change your self-image. Number one, you got to do the mirror work. Ask yourself, do you love you? Do I love myself? Do I love who I am? Affirmations. You got to create some affirmations that deal with areas in your heart where your self-image is broken. I love Genesis 126 and 127. It says that we're created in the image of God. And that that literally the Hebrew translation of Genesis 126 and 127 is we are a, a, an image bearer, like a reflection, like we're a mirror and we reflect the character and nature of God. Like we reflect his mercy, his grace, his love. That's our role as Christ followers, is simply to reflect who God is. And when you don't see or have an accurate view of who you are, your affirmations, I promise you, I promise you. And again, It's incremental, not monumental. It's not happening tomorrow, and it's not happening next week. Small daily discipline decisions over time always, 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 freaking always, always give you monumental results. Success cannot escape you when you do the right things every single day. Third thing is take action. I want to encourage you. You're listening to this podcast today. I want you to do two things. Number one, I want you to snap a screenshot of this this episode on whatever device you're listening to, post it on Instagram tag me and in the post, Ken, this is what I took action on today. Here's what I took action on today. So let me say this. This is why it's important for you to have the right people in your community, your circle, in your corner is because when you have the right people and they see you in a different light, they're going to express how they see you. They're going to express like I did with my friend, Julie, a couple weeks ago. Listen, it's not good enough for you to have You want to do a book, but you don't have a date. It's not good enough for you to say, I want to, I want to write a book, but I don't even have like a timeline of when this chapter is due or this chapter is due, or like, it's just never going to happen. Like you've got to take action. And when you have the right people in your community, the right people in your circle, the right people in your corner. And I've said this a million times over the last couple of years, when you're in a healthy community, healthy relationships, healthy circle, healthy corner, accountability should always feel like encouragement. Get in the right community. If you're not in a community, you're listening to this podcast. Listen, you can join us free for 10 days. growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. I'll make sure we put this in the podcast description. Listen, how do you see yourself? I promise you, you want to change your self-image these three things, mirror work, affirmations, and taking action. Because when you take action and you start seeing things come to fruition, you start think, seeing things come to pass, your confidence level in who you are and what God's called you to do will go to the next level. So guys, listen, if this podcast has helped you, blessed you, added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. Number one, subscribe. Number two, leave us a five-star review. And as I mentioned, snap a screenshot, post it on your Instagram, tag me at Ken Jocelyn. I'd love to share and give you a little shout out and a little props as well. And I would love for you today, let me know what you took action on. Till next time, love you guys. Go do it. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.